Good morning. All right, in this podcast, we are going to talk about a very rich couple who broke the law. I'm going to teach you English and I'm going to read this news story. The English that you're going to learn. Indigenous. Fines. Chartered. Public health rules. And vulnerable. Now this podcast is based on a true news story that happened in the last week. This news story has gripped Canada and pissed a lot of people off. The way it works is that I will sit back and I will read the news story in real time with no breaks. Then we will go into a couple of the phrases and we'll explain the news story in more detail, after which you should go back and listen to the news story again. So without me talking for too much longer, sit back, relax, and let's listen to the news with Ronan. Good morning, you beautiful people. Welcome to the news with Ronan. And this is a completely unplanned podcast. I was literally just checking the news and I came across this story which made my blood boil. If your blood boils, it means you're angry. So what makes your blood boil? What makes you extremely angry? Well, the headline for this story is... Backlash grows for a selfish millionaire who got vaccine meant for indigenous people. Now, this is a big story in Canada and indeed the world right now. So, a millionaire Canadian couple who traveled to a remote community to receive the coronavirus vaccine intended for vulnerable and elderly indigenous people are facing grower calls for a tougher punishment after they were initially fined 2300 Canadian dollars for breaking public health rules casino executive Rodney Baker and his wife Ekaterina Baker an actor traveled by chartered plane to Beaver Creek a community of 100 people in Canada's Yukon Territory where a mobile team was administering the Moderna vaccine to locals, including elderly members of the White River First Nation. At the mobile clinic, the Bakers posed as local motel employees to receive the vaccine, officials allege. They were detained at the airport in Whitehorse, the territorial capital, as they travelled home to Vancouver in British Columbia. The couple were fined for violating Yukon's Civil Emergency Measures Act, but local community leaders argue that the fine will mean little to the wealthy couple. These actions are a blatant display of disrespect and an exemplification of true privilege and entitlement. A selfish millionaire and his wife stole doses of the vaccine from a vulnerable population and put an entire community, nation and region at risk. Assembly of First Nations Yukon Regional Chief Kloon Adamek said in a statement. This cowardly act should not go unpunished and authorities should send the message to anyone else trying to commit such a heinous offence that it will not be tolerated. Mark Miller, Canada's Federal Indigenous Services Minister, said he was disgusted by the Millers' behaviour. I don't know what went through those people's minds. 
There is extreme scarcity of the doses. And for some reason, people try to game, to game the system. It's unfair. It's wrong, he said. After news reports of his fine, Baker resigned this week as head of the Great Canadian Gaming Corporation, which runs racetracks and casinos across the country. According to the Globe and Mail, he made a 45.9 million Canadian dollar profit on stock options over the past 13 months. He is also expecting a 28 million Canadian dollar payday when the sale of the great Canadian to an American buyer is finalized this year. E. Katrina Baker had a small role in the recent movie Fat Man, which starred Mel Gibson and Chick Fight. Despite growing calls for harsher punishment, it is unclear what further steps lawmakers can take. In interviews with local media, Yukon lawmakers called for a review of the current rules to ensure they can deter similar behavior in the future. Following news of Baker's deception, British Columbia's Ministry of Health has said the couple will have to wait for their second dose of the vaccine until their age group is eligible in the summer. There's no room in BC's COVID-19 immunization plan for people who deliberately put vulnerable populations at risk in order to receive their vaccine before the start of their eligibility group, the ministry said in a statement. Whew. Well, that was a lot. That was a very quick read of the news article. And this one, like, really stood out to me because, you know, all over the world, people are waiting to get this vaccine for COVID. And in this particular situation, there was an indigenous community in northern Canada. And these rich people flew to the middle of nowhere. And like, I'm talking about the Yukon people. The Yukon Territory is an extremely isolated and remote region of Canada. And this man, Rodney Baker and his wife, they flew to this area. They pretended to be local motel workers. And they got the vaccine even though they were not eligible for it anywhere else in the world. The only reason they got it is because they lied. This just made my blood boil, because indigenous communities have been so mistreated in the past in Canada. And now, you have these rich motherfuckers, excuse my language, but you have these rich motherfuckers who just flaunted their money and went ahead and broke the law. So let's just have a look at some of the words that were in that that news story, because there's a lot of English to learn here. So The first word that we're going to really focus on, because it is the most important word in this news story, is indigenous. Indigenous. 
I-N-D-I-G-E-N-O-U-S. Indigenous is an adjective. Indigenous means originating or occur naturally in a particular place are quite simply just native. For example, the indigenous people of Siberia. Now in this podcast, in this news story, this couple went to an indigenous community. That means that they went to a community of people who are indigenous to North America. Canada has a complicated, disastrous history, especially related to indigenous people. Indigenous people are the group of people who lived on the landmass of North America before the European settlers arrived. So before people went from England, France, Ireland, Scotland, Europe, to what we now call the United States of America, to what we now call Canada, indigenous communities thrived. Once the settlers arrived, the colonizers arrived, they took over the land and effectively tried to control indigenous people, tried to change their way of life. Now, in this podcast, we're not going to go into the history of Canada, the dire history of Canada in depth, because it deserves its own podcast. But what you need to know is that when we're talking about an indigenous community, when we're talking about indigenous people, we are not talking about Canadians. We are talking about people who have lived on the land longer than the formation of Canada, longer than the formation of the United States of America. We are talking about people who have lived there for centuries. And they have their own way of life. They have their own beautiful culture, their own beautiful language. And unfortunately, in modern-day Canada, they are extremely disadvantaged. The government has failed Indigenous people time and time again. So, one thing that the government of Canada are doing is giving Indigenous communities access to the vaccines before others because they're more vulnerable. Quite often, Indigenous communities, and in this news story, they live in very remote or isolated areas. In this story, they live in the Yukon Territory, I would suggest you Google Yukon. Y-U-K-O-N. The Yukon Territory is an area of modern-day Canada, which is in the north. And there's not a lot going on there. When I say there's not a lot going on there, I mean it's not like they have a city like Toronto or Vancouver. They have smaller communities. And as such, some of them don't even have sufficient running water. The way of life is extremely different for indigenous people in the Yukon Territory. 
And a big issue with this is that you have a couple, a very wealthy couple, who got their own airplane to fly to this community. They posed as, they pretended to be workers in a local motel just so they could get the COVID-19 vaccine, which was meant for indigenous people, not for settlers, not for white people, not for people who have money, not for people who have health care, not for people who can basically afford to fly to another part of the country on a whim. So this has understandably caused outrage amongst all people in Canada, amongst all people in North America, amongst all people in the Yukon Territory. Indigenous. In your country, are there indigenous people? In your country, what are some, say, indigenous plants? What is indigenous for you? In Finland, the Suomi people would be indigenous. They have their own unique culture, their own unique way of life. And in modern-day Canada, indigenous refers to all the people that do not identify as Canadian because they're not Canadian, they're indigenous. They might belong to a band, they might belong to a different tribe. In Canada, they're also known as First Nations. A very derogatory term that is quite popular, unfortunately, is to call Indigenous people Indians. Well, they're not Indians. Indians refers to people who are from India. That big, giant country. And just due to a mix-up with Christopher Columbus, indigenous people of North America became known as Indians, but we do not say Indians to refer to them. So, indigenous people are people who have lived on the landmass of North America before the settlers ever arrived. Indigenous people have been mistreated by the government of Canada for centuries. Indigenous people are still mistreated by the government of Canada. A lot of these isolated communities do not have adequate health care, do not have adequate running water, adequate education. They're extremely disadvantaged. It is a huge stain on Canada which projects this image of being a leader in human rights until it comes to indigenous communities. So, the people who flew there to cut the line to effectively steal the vaccine from indigenous people, well, that's just wrong. Absolutely wrong. I live in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. I worked in a place called the Kelowna Friendship Society which is run by Indigenous people for Indigenous people. It's not to say they do not help others, they do. 
but their primary goal is to help indigenous people. Indigenous. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit about chartered. Chartered. Chartered plain. So in the news story, we spoke about how the casino executive Rodney Baker and his wife, E. Katrina Baker, an actor, travelled by chartered plane to Beaver Creek, a community of 100 in Canada's Yukon Territory. I have never been on a chartered plane in my life. Never. I can only imagine how nice it is to be on a chartered plane. A chartered plane is a private plane. A chartered plane is one that you pay for yourself, and you pay for the pilot yourself, and you fly just by yourself or whoever you want to join you. So in this example here, Rodney Baker and his wife, they had their own special airplane. I can't imagine that was cheap. I can't imagine that that is extremely affordable for every single person in the world. I can't imagine that this couple know what it's like to fly with Air Canada. But what I can imagine is that this couple know what the smell of money is. This couple obviously are filthy rich. He makes millions per year. She's an actor. And he paid for the chartered plane to fly to the remote community. He paid for a private airplane. Like, I have paid for taxis in my life. But a taxi is not very expensive. I have never flown first class. I've never flown business class. I've always flown economy. I don't think I'll ever have enough money in my life to have a chartered plane. And it just really makes my blood boil because this couple must have spent a lot of money to get the chartered plane, to fly, to get this vaccine, to steal this vaccine. And that money could have been used for so many better things. It just seems extremely unfair. Like, I get it. If you have the money, go for it. Get yourself a chartered plane. But do not get yourself a chartered plane just to go and get the vaccine when you're not supposed to. Do not try cut the line because you can afford it. And that's why people are saying the initial fine of $2,300 is not enough. That's why people want more. To send a message. So chartered. Have you ever flown by chartered plane? Chartered helicopter? I can only dream. The next word is fined. You know, this uh, Canadian couple, Rodney Baker and his wife, they were initially fined 2300 Canadian dollars. A fine is a punishment, usually in the form of money. So if you are caught drink driving, you may need to pay a fine. 
If you are caught littering, you may need to pay a fine. If you're out walking your dog and your dog poops and you do not clean it up, guess what? You are eligible for a fine. F-I-N-E. So I'd be interested to know where you live, what is the fine for breaking different laws? If you are caught driving without your seatbelt, if you are caught driving, uh, distracted driving, like looking at your phone when you're driving, is there a fine? How much is the fine? Is it a small fine or is it a big fine? And in this example here, the couple were only fined $2,300, which is nothing for them. That is pennies. That is not going to really affect their lives whatsoever. I mean, we spoke about Mr. Baker, who is a multi-multi-millionaire. What is $2,300? It is nothing for him. It is too small a fine. Now, since this story came out, this couple might actually get a fine and six months jail time. So, for them, the $2,300 fine is nothing. But for them, the possibility of going to jail for six months, that's something. I'm happy to say I've never received a fine in my life. Well, I mean, I received a parking ticket once, but that's not really a fine. A fine is when you break the law and the police issue you with a fine. You know, if you're drunk and disorderly in the street, you might get a fine. So, for you, just try to think, what are some different reasons people get fines in your country? And, generally speaking, how much are those fines? I'd be real interested to find out. Breaking public health rules. So, you know, it's the time of COVID. There are a lot of public health rules. The public health rule is set down usually by the Ministry of Health and is enforced by the police. And it's essentially just a rule to keep everybody safe. You know, a public health rule in Canada is that you cannot smoke inside if you're in a public building. You can't smoke in a restaurant, you can't smoke in a police station, you can't smoke in a grocery store. That's a public health rule. That's designed to keep everybody safe. Another public health rule at the moment is that you can't have parties. Another public health rule is that you can't fly to a remote village to get a vaccine. So this couple here, they broke the public health rule. They traveled out of province. They lied about who they were just to get the COVID-19 vaccine. What are the public health rules where you live right now? You know, I live in Canada. I live in Kelowna, BC. And we have very different public health rules to where I'm from, Ireland. In Ireland right now, the public health rules are very strict. You can't travel five kilometers away from your home. You can't have friends over to visit your house. You can't go to a bar. These are all public health rules. 
However, in Kelowna, you're allowed to hang out with one other person. The public health rule states that you're not allowed to go to a bar, a restaurant, with someone outside of your house, outside of your household. So, where you're living right now, what are the public health rules? Do you agree or do you disagree with the public health rules? And what is the fine? What happens if you break the public health rules? If you can answer those questions in English, you know you're killing English. The next word, which is quite relevant to the times that we're living in, is vulnerable. And in this news story, we're talking about a vulnerable population. Now, at the start of the breakdown, I spoke about um, indigenous communities. And in indigenous communities, there are a lot of vulnerable people. People who are more susceptible to getting sick. People who might be more susceptible to COVID-19. And there's lots of different reasons why. But when we're talking about vulnerable people as a whole, we could be talking about people who have underlying health conditions. People who have a weak immune system. And as a result of having a weak immune system, you are more vulnerable, you are more susceptible to illnesses. So when you hear the governments around the world talk about vaccinating their vulnerable population first, they're basically saying that they're going to prioritise people who might be at extreme risk of COVID-19. Now, if I get COVID-19, I imagine it might be bad, but it probably will not kill me. However, I have some friends that if they got COVID-19, they might be in a lot of difficulty. They might have some serious negative effects of COVID-19 because maybe their immune system is not super strong. Maybe they already have a chronic disease. And if they got COVID-19, it might seriously affect them. You know, if you know a person who has, say, cancer, they're going to be extremely vulnerable to COVID-19. They need to be protected. So as a result, they might get the COVID-19 before someone who does not have cancer. Where you live, are the government prioritizing vulnerable people for the COVID-19 vaccine? Usually, it will be nurses and doctors and frontline workers, and vulnerable people at the start of the queue to get vaccinated. Elderly people are vulnerable. They are members of the vulnerable population, and as a result, they get vaccinated before younger people. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. V U L N. E-R-A-B-L-E. Vulnerable. Now, we don't say vulnerable. The A is almost silent. Vulnerable. So, vulnerable population. Alright, let's, let's talk about a little bit of homework that you can do. So, we spoke about the news story. We spoke about some of the key words in this podcast. In this, about, that came up in the news story. So, 
Are you able to retell that story? You know, let's imagine that you meet a friend and you're like, yo, man, you're never going to guess what news story I listened to today. You're never going to guess what I read today. Can you retell that news story in your own words? This is one of the best ways to learn English, is to produce English. Now, if you want to read the news story, the link is in the description. You can click on it, you can find it, you can read it. But I want to know, can you retell the story? Can you meet someone today and explain to them what happened in the Yukon? Because if you can, that's when you know that you're learning English. So, can you, in your own words, retell that news story? And that was the News with Ronan episode number two. This was a sad news story about a very rich couple who tried to use their money to cut the queue and get the COVID-19 vaccine. They flew to a remote indigenous community. They lied. They posed as motel workers, but they're not. They're actually extremely wealthy. They cut the line, they got the vaccine, and they flew home back to Vancouver in British Columbia. It is not right what they did. It is wrong. 100% wrong. There is no defending what they did. But overall, the aim of this podcast was to teach you English and to teach you some interesting news stories that are relevant today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. If you really enjoyed the podcast, check out my website, englishwithronin.com, because very, very soon there is going to be membership and there are, there's going to be a lot more English lessons being taught via the website. Transcripts, keyword lists, quizzes, everything like that. I hope you learned some English. I hope you learned something about Canada in this podcast. I hope you can use the phrases that I taught. And most of all, I hope that you are happy and I hope that you are healthy in these times. Please wash your hands. Stay safe. Try to be positive. It's not easy, I understand. But whatever you do, Please don't charter an airplane to fly to the middle of nowhere to steal a vaccine. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and cats, elephants and horses, thank you for listening. <laughs>